So you're following the ketogenic diet, but you're worried. Will your vegetables knock you out of ketosis? I'm here to present to you five keto veggies you can eat all the time and still stay in ketosis, reduce inflammation, burn fat, and feel good. Let's do this. We have access to ancient healing strategies such as ketosis, fasting, and carnivore. And on the Keto Camp Podcast, we are determined to deliver the science to you. We bring in the thought leaders in this space to have extraordinary conversations so you could apply it and change your life. Your body was built to thrive. Your body is capable of healing as long as you identify the interference and remove it. I believe you are a masterpiece because you are a piece of the master. My name is Ben Azadi. I'm the best-selling author of Keto Flex, and I want to thank you for spending part of your day with me. Hey, Keto Camper, Ben Azadi here, best-selling author of four books, including my latest book, Keto Flex. I'm the founder of Keto Camp. Here at Keto Camp, we're on a mission to educate and to inspire one billion people. Something to understand right off the bat is that not all vegetables are created equal, similar to fats and proteins. So we're gonna break down the best vegetables to have on keto. And what you're gonna learn is my favorite keto vegetable that is highly nutritious, anti-inflammatory, and it tastes good. I'm also gonna share with you the worst vegetables to have for keto. So make sure you stick around for that. You don't wanna have these vegetables. They might be keto friendly, but they're not health friendly. I'm also gonna explain the best time to have those vegetables. Here are some keto considerations for you. Buy organic whenever possible. Do the best you can with your resources, but organic vegetables have less pesticides, less herbicides, meaning it's less inflammatory. We wanna make sure we're not really juicing the vegetables. Now, juicing could be okay, but I prefer eating the whole vegetable, chewing on it, crunching on it, getting all the fiber and all the sources of nutrients in the vegetables. And last, if you could buy local, even better, support your local farmers, the farmer's market, etc. So those are just some quick considerations for you. So let's start with the first vegetable that you can eat all the time. Number five on my list is my favorite keto vegetable, but we'll get to that soon. Number one is going to be mushrooms. Here's why you should be eating mushrooms on keto. Not only do they personally taste delicious, but they're high in potassium. Now potassium is a very important electrolyte and you wanna increase your potassium, especially when you do keto, because you tend to have lower potassium levels since you're retaining less water and the kidneys will be releasing more water, which is a good thing. So that's loaded in potassium. It has calcium, phosphorus, magnesium, which is another important magnesium to have, selenium, which supports testosterone levels, supports the thyroid, vitamin B1, iron, and of course, vitamin D. Vitamin D is going to support your immune system. Not only is it a vitamin, it's also a steroid hormone. It's responsible for the immune system. It's responsible for bone health. It's responsible for many activities in the body. And it's estimated that about 75% of people have a vitamin D deficiency. We want to see your vitamin D levels over 60, and most people are not hitting that. So mushrooms are loaded with vitamin D. I put together some studies for you, which you could check in the notes down below. One study showed mushrooms are high in antioxidants, which is very important, anti-inflammatory, anti-diabetic, which is gonna help with your glucose and insulin levels. It also supports the immune system, anti-cancer, hepatoprotective, which means supporting the liver, that soccer mom organ, and mushrooms are antimicrobial. 
There was also another study that came out in 2019 that showed mushrooms are neuroprotective. Neuro meaning the brain. So if you struggle with brain fog, remembering people's names, just mental cognition issues, mushrooms could support that. This study found an association between eating mushrooms and improved cognitive function. What the study showed that consuming mushrooms twice per week was associated with improved cognitive impairment. Another study showed the high antioxidant load in mushrooms could support neurodegenerative diseases such as Alzheimer's and Parkinson's. So go ahead and load up your keto plate with mushrooms. Next on the list is asparagus. Now asparagus is a great source of prebiotic fiber. Prebiotic fiber is going to support the diversity of your gut. We know that people who are healthier have more diversity in their gut. How do you improve the diversity of your gut? Consume prebiotic fibers. Asparagus is a great prebiotic fiber. Asparagus also contains asparagine, which we know helps the liver and kidneys flush out toxins. We live in the most toxic world than ever before, so anything you can do to support the liver and the kidneys is a good thing. Something else to consider is when you do keto, you're gonna start burning fat cells, releasing fat cells, which is a good thing. But we store toxins in our fat cells and your body doesn't really have the ability to burn those toxins. So what we want to do is support the liver and kidneys. So when you dump those toxins, your body can start eliminating those toxins and asparagus could give you a downstream detox effect. Another amazing benefit of asparagus is that it's high in chromium which we know could regulate blood sugar. If you have type two diabetes, insulin resistance, excessive glucose in the bloodstream, having asparagus could help see that drop down to more optimal levels. Asparagus is also rich in B vitamins, which is important for somebody who's dealing with a lot of stress. It contains folate, vitamins K and E, and many essential minerals, very important on keto, and also flavonoids, phenolic, and sulfur. I'm going to drop some studies down below for you to check out more of the benefits of asparagus. We also know that asparagus has been used for urinary tract infections, strengthening the reproductive system, and amongst other applications. The next item is cabbage. Cabbage is going to be low carb, high sulfur. Sulfur is the third most abundant mineral in your body. Sulfur could help fix your DNA. It could help with methylation, which is the gears and switches of your body. So we want to make sure we're including high quality sulfur and cabbage is a great source of that, plus it's very low carb. Cabbage is also high in glutathione. Glutathione is your body's master antioxidant within your cells. As glutathione goes up, so does methylation. As methylation drops, so does glutathione. We wanna support both, and cabbage could help actually with both processes. Cabbage also contains glutamine, which we know heals intestinal lining, and it could also help with sugar and carb cravings. Cabbage also is high in glucosinolates, which could help prevent cancer and other diseases. Now from the research that I looked at, it was really green head cabbage that showed highest levels of antioxidants and highly anti-inflammatory. I'll drop some resources in the notes of this video. Number four is going to be broccoli. I talk a lot about broccoli. It's because it's such a powerful superfood. It helps to metabolize toxic estrogen. We know if you're drinking alcohol, if you're drinking beer, wine, you're gonna probably have high levels of estrogen. A lot of women out there are estrogen dominant. So what this can do, broccoli, could help you actually metabolize toxic estrogen. We know that toxic estrogen, when it goes down the wrong pathways, could lead to breast cancer and the damage of your DNA. Not good. There was also some really interesting study 
that Dr. Rhonda Patrick put out there and some other leading resources that showed a 40% decrease in prostate cancer in men. Not only that, it showed a 17 to 50% decrease in breast cancer. We know that broccoli contains a powerful enzyme called isothiocyanates, and it helps activate the NERF2 pathway, which affects over 200 genes in your body. Another fascinating study about broccoli showed it increased beta diversity in the microbiota and beneficial glucosinolate. We already talked about the benefits of that. More diversity, healthier gut, healthier you. Broccoli could also help with oxidative stress from toxicity, over-exercise, and other factors to consider. And we also know broccoli could also support the immune system. This is my favorite keto vegetable, and it's going to be fermented vegetables. Here's why. We know when you consume fermented vegetables on a regular basis, it could help with weight management, reduction in the risk of cardiovascular disease, type 2 diabetes, and overall mortality. We know that fermented vegetables are anti-diabetic, anti-obesity, and especially looking at the studies on kimchi, and I'll get to a few of my favorites soon. It helps to remove anti-nutrients, which block the absorption of vitamins and minerals. It helps to lower bad cholesterol. So we wanna make sure we're including fermented vegetables, and here are my go-to keto fermented vegetables. Kimchi, sheep and goat yogurt, sauerkraut, which also could help with keto bloating, by the way, and tempeh and natto, which are fermented soys. Just make sure those are organic sources. Again, check out the studies down below if you wanna learn more about the benefits of fermented vegetables. Now that we talked about the five best vegetables for keto, let's talk about two of the worst vegetables to have on keto. That's going to be corn. Corn is high in carbohydrates, so it could knock you out of ketosis, but not only that, 85% of US corn is GMO, genetically modified organisms. That's not healthy. Corn is hidden in ketchups, salad dressings, keto bars, dips, keto bread, and other sources. So read the ingredients. I would also throw into this category soy. Unless it's fermented soy like natto and tempeh, it's gonna be GMO and it's gonna be inflammatory and estrogenic. So what I want you to do is do an audit in your kitchen on your keto bars, your keto foods. Make sure you're not getting corn or soy. Here's some bonus tips for you. Have most of your carbohydrates in the middle of your day. That's when you're going to be most insulin sensitive. What that means is the carbohydrates you're going to have, your body will do a really good job at regulating the glucose, making sure you don't get a big glucose spike so it could actually keep you in ketosis and help use the carbohydrate glucose spike as an energy source to be burned for energy versus fat storage. The worst time to have those carbohydrates via vegetables is at night right before bed. So I would say anywhere between 12 p.m. and 5 p.m. is the sweet spot to have the vegetables I mentioned. Something else you can do, studies show just going for a 10 to 20 minute walk after eating your vegetables could really help reduce what's called the postprandial glucose and help you stay more steady with your glucose and insulin levels, keeping your ketones up and keeping you in a fat burning state. I have a great free resource for you to see an entire aisle by aisle grocery shopping list of the best fats to have on keto, the best proteins, the best carbs versus the worst. And there's also a chart on how to test glucose and ketones. Now this retails for almost $200. You can get it for free. All you need to do is go to ketocampblueprint.com or click the link in the description down below and download this for free right now.
This podcast is for information purposes only. Statements and views expressed on this podcast are not medical advice. This podcast, including Benazadi, disclaim responsibility from any possible adverse effects from the use of information contained herein. Opinions of guests are their own, and this podcast does not accept responsibility of statements made by guests. This podcast does not make any representations or warranties about guest qualifications or credibility. Individuals on this podcast may have a direct or non-direct interest in products or services referred to herein. If you think you have a medical problem, consult a licensed physician.